Well, I suppose, first of all, the history of the building, that this building is, um, is under the National Inventory of Architectural Heritage, and it was built in uh, by a very visionary family in 1948, the Begley family. It was in the aftermath of the Second World War, so it was uh, it's unique in many ways. It's um, Art Deco, which really comes from the 1920s style. It's actually one of a few that has survived in the country, and it has a, a totally terrazza entrance, which would be um, the hallmark of Art Deco design. And it is currently being used, though, at the moment. It did get refurbishment works, I understand. Well, well I suppose the history of the building, it was opened in 1948 and it closed in seventy five. Okay. Fortunately enough, the owner at that time left it completely as it was and it was reopened. It was closed for 37 years and I was chair of the enterprise company and we got a, a, a long-term lease from the county council who purchased the property at that time from the owner and it has been restored to its originality now. So it's looking as it was um, when it opened in 1948. Yeah. That was the uniqueness of the building that um, you've probably have seen it on the Champion this week. The original seating that was in it were completely restored at, at a huge cost. So it really has, it's a purpose-built theatre with a full uh, cinema screen incorporated in it. Yeah, I have seen the pictures, John. It, it looks fabulous. Um, but it, you do want it utilised to its its full potential now that those works have taken place. Well, you know, the, the problem really at the moment is the uh, the difficulty. You see that really what's needed now is a, very much a management team with a vision uh, and passion for the earth to secure its future because uh, uniquely to preserve you know, our culture and tradition, which is very much... Uh, so much the talk of communities, mm. you know, to um, change one of a kind kind of a building to a would be unforgivable. Unforgivable the fact that the county council uh, currently are contemplating moving the the library, which was opened by Minister Phil Hogan on Main Street, up to this facility, which I think would be an enormous tragedy because for future generations, this building actually anybody that has been in it, they're spellbound by it, by it. and I think the. Location of the library on Main Street is a fabulous location, you know, a state-of-the-art library, uh, but apparently it's, it's, they've rented, apparently, the property, long-term rent, but they want to enlighten, due to the fact that the felt the art deco um, wasn't being used to its full potential, that they would uh, gut the building out and put the library into it, which I think is an appalling proposition. All oh, right, OK. But that, it's, it's only a proposition, though. Do you think it'll come to pass? Well, I, I think that, uh, I know from speaking to sources that they're uh, quite determined to, to proceed with this, but I'm hoping to, to uh, call um, a public meeting in mid-October to ensure that, I suppose, that a management team is put in place because when you look at the, uh, the Hawkswell and the, uh, the Coma Centre in Gurchin, you know, the, the representatives of the council on the board, they have a management team, and more importantly, I suppose, there's quite a considerable amount of grants available from several sources, mm. you know, especially subsidising concerts and venues that would be that would be in it. I think it would be a pity not to use it really from the to, to bring it to its potential. And more and this was the reason being that um it's unsuitability for a library because where it is any of the when it's used as a theatre, it would be a nighttime, evening time event. But where the library, where the art director was situated, you must realise that for a location for a library there'd be no parking 
it's adjacent to, quite adjacent to the schools and cattle marts. It's totally an unsuitable location uh, to put a library in because I think it's accessibility for people who would use the library, especially uh, senior citizens during the day, would be totally inappropriate. And is there an appetite locally, John, um, to get a management team in place? You've well, obviously it, put the really, fingers Really, I suppose out. you are to say this. This is the best kept secret, really, in Betty Moat, that the councillor are, are seriously contemplating moving the library into this, which I'm very disappointed about. Uh, you know, that you must remember in 2012, when this opened, there was an enormous amount of work put into getting it uh, transformed into its, origi- into its original design of 1948. It, I suppose it was the best part of short of a half million put into the building it took finite management to get it there it is there but regrettably it's like having the uh, the mercedes car with no diesel in the tank the, ve- the the vehicle is not moving and i think that regrettably i suppose not fought in the team that's there but you know, what's needed now is a, a management structure with vision and passion for the arts and that would have in all form of arts when you look at a uh, South Sligo and look at Sligo uniquely for culture and arts, you know, it's recognised internationally, you know, for theatre, drama, all of those major events that, you know, and honestly that people would love to attend if they were properly structured and set up and, and actually subsidised by the state. But one final point I would say, if, if, the, if the council were determined uh, to, still to move the library, when I was minister, uh, Minister Brian Hayes came to Ballymote and he handed over the Garda station in Ballymore, which is a built, it was a Munster and Leinster bank. It was, it was built in the Art Deco design as well. And the Minister, the minister Brian Hayes handed over free of charge to the town of Ballymore, the, uh, the Garda station on top of the rock, which is huge car parking at the rear of it. There must be car parking for 100 cars, at, and the library actually would, would come out onto the car park. But I still think the library shouldn't be moved. But if they are determined uh, to move it, I think they should re engage with OPW and commence discussions about utilising that. Fabulous building on top of the rock with parking that would be more suitable for a library. But certainly, the idea of moving a library up to the Art Deco and, and taking out seats that cost 60000 and designing the, into a library is the, is the most ridiculous idea that I've heard for quite some time. And I will do everything I can to prevent it happening. Well, it would seem a shame, judging by what you're saying. Um, it, it, obviously, there's more people, I would presume, uh, locally who share your opinion, John. Well, in honesty, that we, we had the legendary photographer Mike Bunn was there. You may have saw it on the paper this week. Who you know, who is one of the yeah. uh, treasures of, of of this country. I mean, he had a, he had a photo shoot in it this week, and you know, he, uh, Mike had six and a half thousand uh, visitors in family house for three months, looking at at uh, um, his exhibit of photographs going back over the years. I mean, he t- you know, and he would be has travelled the world, photo- photographed some of the greatest people in the world. And I think that not alone anybody from the... Unfortunately, um, people who have came into the building, they're absolutely blown by the building because it is built, and I keep emphasising this point, is Art Deco in the 70s and 80s. And fortunately enough, the owner who had the building didn't sell it uh, because a lot of them were sold in the 60s and 70s and they were gutted out and put into stores and shops and co-op stores and everything else. And it was a real tragedy. Mm. Uh, but the originality of the 1920 Italian terrazza entrance is completely intact. Uh, the original seating is completely intact, Jeremy. And I suppose when, the, when you go back, I know people actually going back um, 
in the 60s and 70s. Maureen Potter, Jimmy O'Dea, Jimmy O'Dea all those great luminaries uh, came to Ballymote to this facility between 1945 and up to 75. But uh, now when you see the uh, resurrection of live entertainment, all of the you know people looking for venues where they can uh, go and enjoy events, whether it be, and I think a repertory cinema, which would be, uh, and there's a full projector screen in that that costs often 40,000 in the building, that would show they can show old child films of not maybe mainstream films, but show films of uh, you know older uh, iconic older films which people would enjoy as well. And I think that uh, you know it, it has me amazed. I don't actually so since I left public office, I haven't got involved in any event. Uh, but this is an event that I just could not stand idly by, and that let something like this happen in a covert way. Uh, without any discussion with the community, no public consultation, and and what was quite disappointing to think that they were contemplating moving the, the library up to this facility, I think it would be number one where it is. It's in a fabulous location. It's on Main Street, but even even and I would still think it should remain there. But if they're determined to move it, they've got a building free from the state, from the OPW, and they want to transfer it. They can move it up to the Garda station at the top of the rock, which is central as well. So I think the uh, I'm calling it everybody who has an interest and a passion for the arts and theatre in Sligo. I will be calling a public meeting in October, and I want to make sure that this uh, that a management team is put in place. This ridiculous idea is shelved, and going forward, that we'll have a, a, a an opportunity to promote this building because anybody that has seen it, even John Ferry, Nathan, Nathan Carter, one of his first concerts was in Ballymote, and and his John Ferry, his. His manager was astounded by the, the the sound, the acoustics in the building is unreal. Do we know at this point, you mentioned holding a public meeting, um, that initial proposition of moving the library in there, is it just an early proposition or are there any timelines given as to when this potentially might take place, John? Well, uh, I, I, I've been told that the councillor are not for turning on this. And I think that, uh, you know, and I, I think the, and obviously I can understand why, because they felt the building was underutilised, but regrettably, uh, and I would agree, the building has been underutilised, mm. and it is a, that is a tragedy, uh, a tragedy in itself. But I haven't actually been involved, I suppose, since I left public office in any, uh, in any event, to bear just my, uh, doing jobs that I uh, normally didn't do when I was in public office. I'm doing them at the moment, but uh, I think this is an issue that I feel very passionately about. Because I think the, uh, the current generation, future generations, would, it's unforgivable, unforgivable to think that a, a building of this nature, one of a kind, would be completely remodeled to a library when it's unique in, in what it is, and especially when we're in such a, a heartland of culture, Irish music, the home of James Morrison, Michael Corman, all of those great uh, Paddy Killorn, those great Irish uh, exponents of music who went to America. We're in the, the heart of South Sligo, and we're just quite near even the the archaeological uh, metallistic tombs out the road here. So really, it would be uh, it would be just beyond belief to me now that I was so disappointed that it was left uh, no major comment. So I, as I said, I felt I had to take this on board, uh, and I'm hoping that I will. I'm calling on all elected councillors within Sligo County Council. It is an election year coming. Uh, that they that they bring this up at the council meeting and they seriously got the put a motion down to reject this proposal and to, to leave the library where it is. But if they are determined to for the council to re-engage with OPW and to enter negotiations about uh, and the the library uh, the Garda Barracks was given by the state for nothing, 
and to re-engage with OPW if they want to put the library, put it into the, the former Guard of the Barracks on top of the rock where there's parking adjacent to it, far more suitable, instead of bringing the library up to a facility where there's no parking, unsuitable. Uh, I'm quite astonished that, and even climbing the hills for elderly, elderly people going into the facility, it, it certainly ain't suitable for a library. Well, even though you said that the council do seem steadfast in moving the library there, perhaps this campaign and you spearheading it and all the rest might change their position on it. Well, well uh, Catherine, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to uh, to ventilate this uh, uh, this issue on, on Ocean FM this morning because I'm quite certain when people are made aware in the, in the greater South Sligo region of, of what is now uh, being initially planned and especially with the movement of the library, the library in Ballymore is one of the finest facilities and one of the finest libraries in the county, wonderful staff on a main street, completely completely accessible. I think even that alone and the unsuitability of the Art Jekyll for a library, I think will, will, will certainly trigger, I sincerely hope, enough uh, attendance at this meeting that I will be calling in October and I'm extremely thankful uh, for giving me the time to ventilate this on, on your on your airways this morning. No bother at all John and we have had a couple of texts in this morning who wholeheartedly agree with your point that it should be kept as it is and utilised to its full potential. Yeah, and, and this is the final point I'm calling anybody who has an interest this is not just belly moat this is not just about a belly moat facility this is not uh, people say this is a belly moat air trickle. this is a gym in the northwest. You know, it's located in Bellymore, but this is far greater than Bellymore. Because I can assure you that when you go into any theatre facility in, in, in the northwest, there's nothing to compare to this. I suppose the nearest one that will resemble it would be the Abbey uh, Centre in uh, in Ballyshannon, you know, which mm. actually I visited before we we, we carried out the, reno- the renovation on the Animosity. I was accommodated going back many years ago and looking at the extraordinary job that uh, the Abbey, and you, you can see how unique the Abbey in Betty Shannon is and the, and the amount of people that it brings in, yeah. that, that it brings and concerts and events. But Betty Moore has the same opportunity, but it needs a new management team, proper structure over passion and a belief in culture and the preservation of the earth for this generation and future generations.